welcome back to another episode of BES Reactor Warm-Up, where we get ready to talk about something we couldn't get other people in our lives to chat with us about. This time, we're getting ready to chat about the 2018 Boots Riley film, Sorry to Bother You. Make sure to check it out before the next episode if you can. As always, we're going to be using profanity and spoilers to get our points across. So if you're not into that kind of thing, tap stop before the music ends. And thanks for listening. We appreciate you. What's up, everybody? This is BS Reactor coming here today from the spacious and beautiful domicile of one of us where the studio is. <laughs> yeah, I, I do what I can. There's a <laughs> slightly less cleaning this week. This week's been really hot. Yeah. Like it's oh, been yeah. setting temperature records yeah. all through the Midwest. It has been a shit show. Yes. Let's <laughs> try not to melt, man. So, so, yeah, for so real. I'm not wearing any pants at the moment. Mm hmm. It's fine. He's yeah. covered with a blanket. Yeah. And a banana hammock. So to my right is Jasmine. And I'm Isaac. And I am the one, the only, the best looking guy named Patrick <laughs> Here we in go. the tri-state area. <laughs> Here we fucking go. What's the other three states? <laughs> Montana, <laughs> Iowa, New Jersey. All right. So I know they're nowhere near each other, but mm-hmm. I'm like the Big Ten I mean, now. I wasn't going to say nothing. I go, across the, right. I go across the country. I'm like the Big Ten, baby. <laughs> That's what the man wants you to think. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's big geography trying to keep you down. Yeah, try to keep us down, man. Everyone knows there's only four states in this country anyway. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the Chicago. Up, down, left, and right. Yeah. <laughs> East Chicago, North Chicago, uh, Southwest are, Chicago. All of that's too much already. And Chicago to the third degree. I don't mm-hmm. know. I'm saying shit. Uh, and I'm not even drinking. This is what happens because that root beer in me. Yep. Go crazy. Woo. Real sugar. So yeah, I know, right? Yeah, real cane sugar. <laughs> there you go. So today we're going to world so, for a movie that Sorry to bother you. Yes. Mm-hmm. Sorry to bother you. Not many people have actually made 18 million. So yeah, people it, saw it. It did all right. It did okay. Yeah. I think people are more aware of the trailer for this than actually saw it. Yeah. Or by a wide margin. Or the poster of him, the big old Yeah. yeah. Which we're going to talk about it in a movie, but that shit never stopped bleeding. It did not. But <laughs> that is why I actually thought I saw this before. And until I revisited it for this, I was like, oh, I guess I have it. So I did this one. The whole point of the movie is about code switching and acting different than normally would in different situations. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, shocker. Jasmine and I, we're of the <laughs> darker complexion. So yeah. when we this is a, not a non-visual media, yeah. so I'm beige as fuck. And <laughs> accurate description. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and, yeah. Is, I mean, if you want to know what he looks like, he looks like if you think of a professor of what that professor stereotype looks like. That that's him. That's Isaac. Yeah, more or less. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> if you want to know what Jasmine and I look like, so you know Chaka Zulu, right? So that was <laughs> Okay, I've said on this thing too many times that I look like the rock, so. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, so we're the Docker complexion, complexion, what's that? Complexion. There you go. Yeah, that's the one. Mm-hmm. Our code switching is kind Happens of a daily. daily. 
occurrence. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yes. We were going to we were debating yeah. on what the warm up should yeah. be. Yes. And I was like, do you want to tackle this? Like a uh, thing? Wanna- <laughs> because yeah. we didn't really want to turn this into a social economic consciousness mm-hmm. feeling because it's probably people who are like, oh, I'm tired of hearing that because that's how we hear about all the time in the world now and everyone's woke and blah, blah, blah. And- but for this movie, it seems yeah, like exactly. yeah. I, I, it I think of, it's appropriate. It's appropriate. So, yeah. so but yeah, like I don't want to speak for Jasmine, but pretty much I code switch just waking up in the morning and put my clothes on and going to work, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, because mm-hmm. being a black dude, I try hard not to look menacing. And if you ever actually see me, I'm so not menacing looking, <laughs> but I've noticed that in previous situations, I apparently look menacing even when I'm saying something nice to people. Mm-hmm. I.e. I was at a job and um, I said hi to a customer, this older white lady who had a little daughter. And I asked her, well, as I'm wearing my uniform for that job and I walked by her, I said, oh, hello, ma'am. Is there anything I help you with? She grabbed her little daughter close to her and walked off like I was going to be like, hey. Can confirm this what? definitely happened. Yeah. yeah. White kid. I'm take. Let me take that. Let me take that white kid. <laughs> we were like walking away and you were like, what? She thought I was just going to snatch her. Yeah. Like, I'm just going to snatch her. I'm going to run. No, but, but you're you're not wrong. Like I think that people they have different impressions of everyone as they first see them, what have you. Mm-hmm. And I've definitely been in situations just out in the wild, if you will. Uh-huh. And you know, people are like, I'm walking past their car and they're locking their doors and you know, moving their children. I was like, listen, I don't want your little crumb snatcher. I don't have <laughs> any real, of my yeah. own, so please move along. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like I can't tell you what the mindset behind that is, but I definitely agree that's uh, that happens quite often. And probably more often than it should, in my opinion. But oh yeah, definitely. It's just me, so like I definitely get a a lot different version of that. Like mm-hmm. I used to write in the park a lot before you know things got too hot to write in the park. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and like I was just there, like with a notebook, taking notes on a project I was working on. And the I look up and there's like parents like looking into my car like I'm <laughs> doing something because like I'm a large man with a beard, right? And like their kids are just playing over there. Like I didn't even notice they were there. And it's like, bitch, I was here first. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, to, to their effect, you do you do like the Unabomber sometimes? A little bit, yeah. <laughs> okay, but when if I let he the was beard like, go crazy, yeah. If he was plotting on their kids, he'd be looking at them and not his notebook. Right, though. Like, Come on now. <laughs> I fucking hate kids. <laughs> <laughs> like, yes, he does. And I'm just like, yeah, I, I see it. Or, or yeah, it's time or, that's way different, yeah, obviously. It's different, but yeah, like, but it's, it's still, it's like uh-huh. really. They're looking at you thinking you're going to start like oh, pedophile time. Let me just pick these kids up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. To catch a predator was bad press for white guys. Yeah. <laughs> yes, it was. Yeah. Man, I miss oh, that man. show. It's terrible. But I agree that the code switching definitely happens, you know, as soon as you're prepping yourself on your way to work. I definitely can echo that mm-hmm. for me as well. And then even like we were kind of talking off mic, depending upon what family or friends I'm around, like if mm-hmm. I'm from yeah. my family, she's from my family. If I'm interacting with some families, some of my family that's I'm from the South, then I might act or use certain words. And then if I'm talking with ones that still live in the city, you know, that's a completely different set versus like if I'm just here. And, you know, talking with folks. So mm-hmm. it differs I, for the situation. I literally don't talk to half my family because of what they believe a black person is supposed to talk like. Uh, this happened, I had to be 13, 14 when this happened. Uh-huh. I went down to South Carolina, where my mom's from, mm-hmm. for my family reunion on that side of the family. And as you can tell right now, I'm not the 
quote unquote blackest sounding person you know you will hear but obviously i'm black so we go down there and i was using you know actual words mm-hmm. like i didn't use lots because i never use a lot of slang i kind of do it now as a way to kind of i don't want to say belong but make it no, seem I get that. Like, like i'm even i will match yeah. like the sort of intensity that a person has yeah. to just to make them feel like they don't have to worry about me you know yeah I mean? mm. but mine's more is around it's funny part too is like as much as i could switch around white people i do it a lot around black people mainly because of being a black guy that likes a lot of the nerdy stuff I like it's not considered black I've been called white so many times in my life because right. I act like you act white yeah I'm like so what's acting white because right. I use that real even? words that I don't use duh or I don't say oh I'm sorry sir oh I just don't be doing no oh I just be doing no no I just be doing no shuffling I just know how to shuffle I don't know how to do no 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 uh-huh. no not no no yep. oh lord let me just start sweeping and jiving sweeping and jiving because <laughs> I do love me some chicken it's a watermelons. Woohoo. Please, where are all the white women at? That blazing house for y'all. Uh, <laughs> one of my favorite slides for yeah. yourself. But when I'm around white people, I kind of use more slang terms just to f- let them know that kind of to fit in and feel less different from them, which is something that I've done my whole life because of that. You don't of, use slang you know, when you're here and Malik is here and I'm here? Because we're all kind of the same. It's like an Urbana vibe. No, we're all the same is that we're all all into kind of the same stuff so it's not like that so going back to my original thing when i went down to south carolina a lot of my con- country a lot of my cousins and stuff are country they're not all about that oh anime and Jurassic park and all that, you know mm-hmm. nerdy stuff that i meant to and so when i was down there i was talking to them and they'd be like okay uh-huh and they look at me and they'll say man you crazy you sound so white you sound so white to the point where i basically snapped on them and I told them to basically kiss my butt because they wanted me to pay for something that my mom asked me to give for them that they said they're going to give me. And they were like, oh, yeah, pay for it. I was like, I'm not paying for it. And they're like, oh, you stuck up because you blah, blah, blah. And then, wait, so I basically cussed them out and I walked off. Now, mind you, I'd been to my grandparents' house once in my life and I was like four. This is the second <laughs> time I've been there. So I had no idea where I was going. So I just walked off. And so they called my mom and my mom cussed them out because she's like, like most black moms, she cussed them out like, you don't be talking to my son like that. <laughs> Don't talk about yeah. him, blah, 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 blah. You don't know who he is. He's like, you don't call him white because blah, blah, blah. And she just went off on them, off her family. And then when I got on the phone, she went off on me for walking away. <laughs> basically, like, you don't let them do that to you. To be expected. And I'm glad. So basically, I don't really talk to that side of my family because I'm like, I'm not saying they're not they're not like me because that's my blood. That's part of my family. But my lineage, but I'm like, dude, I don't want to act stereotypical to be around them. That's not me. Mm-hmm. But that was kind of how I had to do it was cool switch. Uh, vice versa, when I talked to my family in East St. Louis, I do kind of use a little bit more slang stuff around them but they've always been more inviting and inclusive when it came to me and my sister because we're not the most as they say blackest people that you're gonna know and that's something that always made me angry a lot of people like oh you don't know what black is black is not just one set of things that's why everyone mm-hmm. thinks that all black guys have multiple kids been in trouble with the law uh-huh. yeah and, it was like we were talking yeah. what we did a episode for a different world yeah with Amber. <laughs> wow. oh, nice. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Right. Nice. It was fun going through and a lot of the commentaries that I was listening to on this. Cause I wanted to make sure I got like kind of a rounded mm-hmm. thing. So I was watching through. It was like a lot of people just didn't, understand that there were different black cultures within America. I was like, obviously that's a thing, right? Yeah. <laughs> like if you turn the radio on, yeah. like, <laughs> well, cause our media has portrayed black people as drug dealers, thugs, pimps, bitches, hoes, rappers, athletes, 
Yeah, you'll have you'll have the Denzel Washington, Sidney Poitiers, those people, but mostly it's the negative aspects. They don't talk mm-hmm. about how black women are the most educated sector of our country, but we don't talk about that or that black fathers are just per capita and are more involved with their kids than other races. But we don't talk mm-hmm. about that. We talk about the bad stuff or the negative aspects of it. Yeah, so. stuff that sells in newspapers, exactly. unfortunately. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the people that buy rap music is white it's people. It's white guys, yeah. Yeah, and they don't want to talk about it. That's <laughs> yeah, why for sure. you get people no. who fucking Soldier Boy Slim sells more records than a great rapper like Common. Mm-hmm. You're like, how the hell is this guy who make a song talking about Superman that, you know, stuff like that <laughs> right? beats out Common, a guy who... Could you just ask him, hey, comment, can you give me a five minute freestyle? He'd be like, all right. It just does it. Yeah, and you're right. like, wow. But he sells like five records. Well, the other guy sells because he talks about doing the stuff that hoes and bitches and stuff like that. I'm like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It quite angers me. Now that I've taken up a lot of time, oh, no, <laughs> Jasmine, why don't you tell us about how being a real black person is? The, I mean, there is no, uh, this whole idea of like levels of blackness, I feel like is often too, there's gatekeeping within the black culture as well, because they're like, well, you, you can't say that. Like, I feel like mm-hmm. as a person of color, every other person of color that I've known has also had to go through the same thing. And not only that, they've had a period of time where, and it happens, it happened for me sometime in my teens, it, it has happened similarly for others but what have you where they got to a point where they realized they were trying to match everybody else's perceived idea of what their blackness should be and that includes the people around them so people who are not black and people who are black and it just it becomes problematic (laughs) in several 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 ways and you have to have i think a moment where you know your light bulb moment where you go but why Like, but why do I care? And like, why am I trying to match up what their idea is? No, I I just need to be me. And so that was, that was my point. So even though a lot of my friends, black and not, were like, you know, you know, I I think it's that, that point where I started not to care. I started questioning, like every time they're going, well, you don't sound like a black person. Well, does that mean that you sound like a black person? What does a black person sound like to Mm -hmm. you? I didn't start thinking like that till I got into college where I was going to do some for a black fraternity and they wanted me in there but they only wanted me in there because they needed people they didn't want me and they because i know they were like well he's not really a black i'm like oh okay that's fine i don't want to be if you don't but, want but see I what i mean like yeah. there's there's mm-hmm. that like level of gatekeeping like why oh but you're you're not really black enough like what? Like, what? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So what when, are you talking about? And when white people would tell me that, as like, I realized that point, it's like, no, when white people say, man, Pat, you're really black sounding. I was like, oh, I'm sorry, you're right. And I started doing that joking and chiving shit. And I'm like, all right, well, I'm sorry, you're right. I'm not really black sounding. So uh, when was the last time you fucked your mother? The So the. They're like, what? Like, well, since we're just doing the most stereotypical stuff. Apparently, we're just talking stuff, stereotypes. So. Yeah, I mean, yeah. you're white, so I'm assuming that you fucked your mother like those people in the country, right? Or at least your sister or cousin. Like, and, no. It kind of kind of stops you from saying mm-hmm. that. Yeah, I have found, though, if you start challenging folks when they're interacting with you like that, then either they stop talking to you, which is fine by me. Or, you know, maybe you'll put something in their head where they like, you know, what was I thinking? Yeah, exactly. I almost got in a fight with a black person because they told me I acted white in the middle of gym class because of that. Because I was like, oh, I'm white. So why did I say no? He goes, man, just get away from me. I said, no, no. Tell me why I am white. Tell me why I act white. Because the man was like, yeah, tell me why. And guess where that person is right now. In jail? And the guy was an idiot anyway. I'm like, but I always loved it when white people told me that I didn't act black. I was like, what the fuck? You don't yes, want to but what, black right. how, how would you know that? Like, what are you talking? 
<laughs> like they suddenly become the experts. Right. Yeah. Like yeah. You, you can't, that's not how it works. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying I'm an expert just because no. I'm black, like, but I don't even you know certainly my own as hell ain't. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm definitely not going to take my cues from you. So right. I mean, Thank you. you might as well start saying you're white, so you don't use salt or pepper. so you say that but like i probably told you it's like i i went to see my in-laws and couldn't (laughs) cut an onion in the house that was apparently too spicy they didn't have pepper wait this is (laughs) real yeah this is real oh okay (laughs) yeah she told us us about this and then Anne used a towel after she washed her hands after cutting the onion and her mother was like oh i can really i can still spell it and she put it in a bag and then put that bag in the garage yeah <laughs> did she say she used a little bit of pepper um, on something and yeah. she was like oh that's too spicy oh God, yeah. take this Ooh. so next time we go up there we're gonna take like plain chicken breasts and oh. like the liqueur that doesn't have flavor in it yeah i thought it was funny yeah that is uh <laughs> yeah that's that's something that's because she's yeah. crazy not because she's <laughs> but right there are plenty of people I, I please hope I there, please hope y'all heard that yeah. please tell me there heard are that. plenty of people not particularly of the pigment they do know how to season their food oh, and yeah. are not oh, yeah. afraid of a little spice so I, um, I just want to put that out there that that's not what we're saying yeah. we're just sharing an experience that <laughs> we right. had it's hilarious <laughs> that I hear people say that about white people but I have white friends that I never I've actually eaten their food yes I know that's something that I play with don't do but I did it food and it actually had seasoning and spice in it I mean not as much as I mean listen right. we've it, all been there. to a work potluck we oh, we know how questionable yep, yep. that can be so I gave um, up for eating work food a while ago yeah here's yeah. my thing if I've never seen your kitchen I just <laughs> also like when you when you work in an environment where you have seen individuals that you work with and don't get me wrong you have germs at every job oh, yes. but, but sure, when yeah. you you know that they're handling money they're working with things like dirt you know things that need to be moved right around yeah. the store you would think that maybe they would wash their hands regularly so when you see these people dig into community things barehanded not mm-hmm. having washed their hands mm-hmm. and also mm-hmm. you watch them um adjust themselves regularly with the same hands that were just in that bowl um or it just i see you the know, package open wh- okay <laughs> And that was like day one experience. So I already, you know, it was questionable. But after that, it was Mm -hmm. like, okay, that solidifies it. No, thank you. You could smell them. Yeah. Or you see how many people I've seen. I work at a building that is for scientific research and technology. (laughs) The amount of times I go into the bathroom and I see people in there before me, or I hear people in there come after me. And then as after they're done, I hear them flush the toilet. And and next know I hear the door open. Mm Mm-hmm. I'm like, hmm. I literally after COVID and everything. Oh yes, exactly. <laughs> I yeah, literally was in the bathroom one time at this building. <laughs> I went to the bathroom. I was washing my hands. A guy who I knew was in the freaking toilet who stank up the damn bathroom. Got out, walked <laughs> out, and walked right out and left. Didn't even make an attempt to look at the. I said, "Oh Lord, I am not touching anything." I made sure that not only did I wash my hands, <laughs> I took the towel that. I had that wiped my hands off, opened it with everything, went back to my office, used the sanitizer that was on the main part of the office, washed my hands, <laughs> and then when I sat down at my desk, I used some more sanitizer. Yeah. Just for that. And I decided, you know what? Let me clean off my, my whole desk. Listen, yeah, you just it, yeah. have 
to assume sorry. that people are nasty. <laughs> and this is a you place. just you do. I'm sorry. And that's, this is a that's place the where majority of people that work in my building either have a master's degree, PhD, PhD, or are working or, on yeah. a PhD. It makes no difference. And they can all, be nasty. And it's all in science. Mm-hmm. Like they all, a lot of them are doing chemistry or biological stuff that they will wear fucking gloves all the time to go into yeah, where they're but at. Underneath but them they gloves, the hands is nasty. Hands. Yeah, mm-hmm. they li- there literally are posters in my building that tell people the right way to, what to do with gloves <laughs> when they were done with. I'm yeah. like, really? you guys don't know that shit. Okay, mm-hmm. but this is a country that we had to tell people multiple times how to wash their hands. So, mm-hmm. well, this is true. Cool. Yeah, yeah. So, so how was your? Uh- <laughs> <laughs> So I have friends from a a lot of backgrounds. The neighborhood I grew up in was just a little bit of everyone. So for the most part, I didn't really feel like I had to code shift. I'm sure I did. Like as an adult, I would probably like be able to zero on that a lot. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, just the experience of seeing my friends interact with different groups differently, like really highlighted that America is is built weird, Mm -hmm. especially Indiana. (laughs) Because like, obviously, when I go see my family, I code shift because I don't swear in front of them because they're super conservative. I try not to make waves as much as possible Mm -hmm. just to make them more comfortable with where I'm at. And, you know, even like, (laughs) you know, I'm I'm, I'm nearing the end of my 30s and I'm still paranoid about what my parents think of me. And it's like, am I a success? I'm I'm just like me. I'm just like, you know what I mean? Shoot, the last thing I, I, when my mom died, I didn't have a job at the time. And so the whole time I'm thinking is, uh-huh. my mom died knowing that her son had no job. It mm-hmm. was a loser and stuff like that. So I'm like, every time, we, shoot, coming up is the anniversary of her death, which is also around my birthday. So that makes me oh, really awesome too. Yeah. But uh, it's like, oh, great. So I'm so, I know I'm going to think about that again. Like, oh, the last time my mom talked to me, last thing she knew about me was, oh, is he going to be able to find a job? If I was, I'm like, great. My mom knew. <laughs> Like my mom died, oh, think, no. probably thinking I was a loser. I, but no, I know she didn't. I know she didn't. But to me, that's what it feels like. But yeah, yeah it, 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 you're always going to be there. Like yeah. that. And like, there isn't that much of a difference between classism, too. You know, like mm-hmm. everyone labels the people around them. It just mm-hmm. sucks that we have to like put on a show for everyone. Yeah, <laughs> you know? definitely. And like, we talked about racism, racism, racist race code switching Mm -hmm. and I did talk about family within that but we talk about I mean like you said about going to your family we also do when we go to work because we don't act the way we do we have our customer service voice yes Yes. (laughs) we we don't really care about half the stuff we do we do for work yeah come up asking for some craziness and like I don't know I'm like fucking Carbondale why are you asking me for this (laughs) Isaac fucking Carbondale yeah you know I'm never gonna let that go hell no (laughs) because this is actually a perfect way to talk about that story because this is about Uh, code switching so i'm gonna tell y'all about the story that isaac knows and jasmine knows (laughs) isaac knows because he's the first person to hear about it after it happened and he he saw my uh straight guttural reaction to what happened and then actually you were there too jasmine when i said it when i first said it weren't you there Mm -hmm. i think you might have been Motherfucker. So at this job, 
I was a supervisor. So as a supervisor, you know, there's times where you let people talk to you to get stuff off their chest and stuff like that. And you try not to go to what I'm going to say. You, you wouldn't act in the way you normally would act because you're a leader in the company. <laughs> a or professional whatever. or whatever. The yeah, fuck exactly. Are, yeah. <laughs> so there's a person that works with us who told me that her daughter went to the sister college that I went to. Now, before I tell you, I'm not going to tell you what college it is, but since that's at Carbondale, it's in uh, just, Southern Illinois you just, University you of Carbondale. You're just giving it all yeah. away. Oh, I already yeah, said, I'll I already said yeah. fucking Carbondale. Who cares? But it's down there and I go to the sister's school. So I was clocking back in. Now, that's important to what I'm about to say because I was technically on a clock when this person told me this. She said, oh yeah, she saw my hat that I was wearing in my college. She goes, hey, oh, my daughter goes to the other school. Now my sister graduated from this college and I've been there and I don't think it's a real bad college. I just made fun of it because it's my sister. It's my sister, my, literally my school's sister college is the one that she told me about. And I said, obviously jokingly, I went, oh, how your daughter couldn't go to a real school like mine? You know, because she said that. And then from that, this bitch, <laughs> she fucking went ape on me talking about, I don't appreciate jokes about my daughter. You're going to and this was not the first time she's been extra around no 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 and this she's one of those people that if you say one thing she will go crazy think she probably doesn't fucking cleaner shit this is way more vivid than i was expecting yeah fucking she probably walks around yeast affections all the damn time she smelled like damn tuna so the point is can we not sorry sorry so after this troglodyte finished talking to me about you can talk about anything other than my daughters i think they're very important blah, blah blah and i said okay and i apologized to her and i walked off now as i said it was obviously a joke mm-hmm. and if you're me if you tell me there's something that you don't want to talk about or you don't play with you tell someone about it because i can understand that because everyone has something that is really personal to them that you don't say something to them you don't talk about it but you know what the thing is you tell them that after they say it you don't just assume they know that because i don't talk to that bitch you assume you know it like for me <laughs> as we said earlier oh talking about being white that's something i don't joke about because i have a lot of issues with that but here's the thing if someone made a joke to me like that i would said oh hey i know it's a joke but i just don't mess with that you didn't know it no big deal and know what most people will say oh snap i'm sorry yeah, didn't mean like it. my bad yeah that's the end <laughs> yeah. Of, and that'll be the end of it right mm-hmm. so this fucking she fucking comes over and goes off on me. So she walks off. I walk into the other room. Uh, Isaac, do you remember anything I said? <laughs> I remember it's vividly fucking Carbondale. The rest is kind of a blur. <laughs> so I said, after I explained to Isaac what happened, I said, first of all, she acting like the school. She's like, oh, my daughter got money to go to school here. Bitch, everyone gets fucking money to go to school. I got fucking money to go to school. Ain't no big fucking thing. I said, also, too. I said, fuck that. She goes to fucking college. She like the college she's going to was like a Harvard or some shit. It's not even the best school in the state of Illinois. <laughs> Third of all, her daughter, from what I've heard, her daughter's one of those mousy people that you never fuck with. I said, man, I hope her daughter get ran through when she goes to college. <laughs> That's all right. You didn't no. mention trains. Yes, yeah. I said, I hope her daughter gets ran through. You're glad you got that off your I chest? I wanted a fucking mm-hmm. punch. I wanted a throat punch. I wanted a fucking... <laughs> it was the tone, though. took everything in my power that if I was off the clock, Pat, I would have said all this shit to her face. Said, I don't even fucking care. I was just joking. I don't give a rat's ass where your daughter goes. I talked about that for the rest of the day, didn't I? I was... <laughs> off I, I mean, I was... Do you, do you hear yourself right now? How many years has it been? Several. Seven. I said so, several. Yeah, but seven, yes, you know, five, seven. I'm just saying. Yeah. She's up there with Nadir. <laughs> Is out of a blue, I'll go fast and say fucking Carbondale. Yeah. It was just hitting me in my head and just like, I'm so fucking petty. I still think about this.
were talking about? So about that, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I'm not sure where you were. Uh, actually, you need to get I some had, stuff out there. Yeah, yeah I'm yeah, sorry. I needed it. A, I nah, guess he had the trauma unload. <laughs> yeah, fucking Carbondale, man. Just so so. I, I do have a question, actually, mm-hmm. for you, Pat. I can't really ask you this. Ah, uh, it's fine. <laughs> uh, so we're we're talking about code switching, and so I, a lot of mine, uh, like I said, does happen at work. And mm-hmm. I don't know. I wanted to know your feelings on, or if you have ever experienced someone, maybe not. Well, maybe they have. Maybe they've blatantly come out and said it, or maybe they've just sort of alluded to you are one of the good ones. Oh. Hell yeah. Um, like, how did that play out for you when obviously you probably were code switching at the time? Oh, uh, shit. Usually it's not so much you're one of the good ones. It's you speak so well. Mm. Remember, once again, see Isaac, see the thing. Isaac and me have known each other for shit over 10 years now. It's over 10 years now. It's been a bit, yeah. Yeah, it was every time something, it's funny because like, every time something racist happens to me, <laughs> Isaac's like right there. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm wondering if it's like, Isaac, I wonder if Isaac is, is, it, is, it, is it just my presence that just brings up? <laughs> the worst white people. It's like, I was right there. It's funny. But uh, this is the one time he wasn't there where some race happened where uh, someone, now this person was an H fucking R. My wife sent a letter about some stuff that was going on where we were working at. They talked to me about it and she told me, wow, first of all, I was like, your wife would write so well. And it wasn't like the so well, like, oh, wow, she's really, how you mm. saw someone like, wow, that person's really well spoken. It was more like, you could kind of tell when people are talking down to you. Actually, oh, yeah. you don't even need to be black. You don't need to be white. A lot of people could tell when someone's talking down to you. Absolutely. And that's kind of this was I almost want to say, oh, you're right. I'm sorry. Yeah, you know, my wife, she's one of the good ones. She's she's light skinned, so that's why she's able to put two words together. Unlike me, I'm surprised I didn't know I spelled my name. So, the guy with multiple advanced degrees, yeah, I, <laughs> I knew how to, I barely knew how to spell my name. All I do is how to do some sweeping, some sweeping and cleaning. But the point is, usually, it's not the uh-huh. whole you're one of the good ones, it's usually that that it's you speak so well, which yeah, goes to the that, whole oh, black people were supposed to speak stupid or yeah, ignorant. That, yeah, it's the implication that yeah. gets to you. Uh, uh-huh. Yeah. Yep, yeah, that's it. So that's it's, it. it's not so much. I never had someone say you're one of the good ones. And if they did, it was obviously a joke, mm-hmm. which they have. People have some of my wife friends have said it too, but it was obviously it was a joke. So it wasn't like, haha, they really believed it type thing. But yeah, the ones who have told me who basically said that was the ones of, oh, you speak so well. Yeah, no, I've, I've had that too. But more recently in the last two years of my life when you're in a situation and it happened to unfortunately come from someone that I somewhat respected professionally. Mm -hmm. And that is essentially what, uh, unfortunately what came up was it was a, you know, you're one of the good ones and we're going to have you join like something. Mm-hmm. It wasn't really ask. It was a, we need you cause you're mm-hmm. black sort of thing. Gotcha. So like all that encompassed and it was, yeah, it, it was the implication they got to me and I was like, you really just, just sat there and then you expect me to continue to work and do as you requested. Okay. Uh-huh. And that puts you in, in a that, hard position cause you want to be like really motherfucker. But at the same time, right. like I need to pay my bills. <laughs> <laughs> right. So, you know, so it's then the that, part, yeah. that, you know, it kicked in because I'm like, mm. maybe, <laughs> maybe that's why I was really good at being a supervisor and not, well, I was the best supervisor, obviously, <laughs> but I was good at a lot of times where people are like, why do you get angry? I was like, I fight my battles. Growing yeah. up, I realized there's a lot of times I can't get angry at every slight that I air, either, either true or perceived. Mm-hmm. You got to pick your battles. And to me, that sounds like that was a pick your battle type thing, right? Yeah. And yeah. you honestly, just the things that I, I feel like you go through uniquely as a person of color, you will be angry all of the time. Oh, hell if yeah. If you don't do that. <laughs> 
I, so I had actually someone come to me and say, you know, like, how are you so calm all the time? And I said, a lot of internal rage and green tea. <laughs> good answer. Good answer. <laughs> so, which actually yeah. was a little less of the, the code switching because I was just like, you're not going to believe me. You're going to think it's a joke, but it's not a joke. <laughs> Yeah. So and the yeah. funny part about that is I said the same thing to my wife about being a woman. I said, how the fuck uh, being a woman can you survive in this world? Just the constant everywhere you go. Yeah. Like, all right. Like my wife like brought the idea of where parking was. My wife's always so big about parking. I think she said this. Yeah. You know, I think she went about parking because stuff that I never thought of. Because as a guy, I think I park where there's a parking spot. As long as it's not, you know, next to a beat up car or the person's parked decent, I'll park yeah, there. They're right. going to hit me. Yeah. Yeah. My wife told me about was a woman. I got to think of, well, A, how how far am I away from the exit from the place? Is it close to a light? Do I park next to a van? If I park next to the van, is it next to me on the driver's side or is it on the other side where I parked at? What are my areas of escape if I have to run? I'm like, I, like, I didn't think of any of that shit. Mm-hmm. And that's okay because not everyone's going to have the same experience. I'm not a woman. I don't have that same experience. But it just opened my eyes so well. Oh, shit. That's oh, what yeah. I said we got to worry about. It's good to be around yeah. people so mm-hmm. they can be like, oh, yeah, that thing right there is fucked up. This mm-hmm. I worry about, right? Yeah. Because most of the time you're just not going to know. No. Yeah. No, you're not. My wife sent me a reel on Instagram about this guy was like, if there was a nine o'clock curfew for men across the country, what would you do as a woman? Almost every single thing people responded as I looked in comments was, I'll go outside. I'll go to the park. I'll take a walk. I, like just regular stuff. It's like, I'll wear what I want to wear. I'll go out to eat. I'll go to a club. I'll go, I'm like, just simple stuff. You're like, really? You have to think about all the stuff you can't do be, just because men are there. And I'm like, that's fucked up, yo. And that, that's something I think about. Um, Jasmine's over here shaking her head because she's like, yep, yep. I don't think it's that, that's something to think about. And that's mm-hmm. just a thing that you have to think about all the time. You got to think about when you're talking to this dude. And a guy hits on you, what's the first thing you think of when a guy hits on you that you don't like? I'm sorry? Yeah. If a guy hits on you and you want to turn him down, what's the first thing you're thinking? I mean, usually it's just disgust because, <laughs> well, like, because usually no one's really coming up to you and, and making conversation per se. It's usually like, not that it happens to me a lot because most people think I'm a man walking down the street, but uh, <laughs> like, that's fine. But like, they're usually like cat calling you. So like, that's immediate disgust mm-hmm. or they're like that whole like, oh, smile or something like that, which will uh, also yeah. immediate mm-hmm. disgust. You and look, you look better <laughs> if you smile more. Right. Or, you know, they're like trying to to touch you which is unwanted like, like or, or, or trying to like hey can i get your number and i'm just like look i literally i was in chicago i was sick as a dog i was on the train and i just was trying to get to the doctor and get medicine and like go home and this dude who first of all i usually don't say it's about people but like this man just he was just fugly and it, it, was, <laughs> it was i'm not saying that like i look like beyonce i'm not saying that but like dude first of all <laughs> if you know it's like the iron ross no no like do not first of all I, I don't know where he got the confidence from wonderful go ahead but it, I obviously had like fuck you tattooed on my head that day so <laughs> he came in my face so you were already in my space I don't want to talk to anyone and he's just like trying to touch me inappropriately so I always have something on my person to protect myself so I'm like it's curled in my pocket and I'm like sir I'm not interested I want what you're selling like just back up right yeah. so then he takes a seat in front of me he's like I can't talk to you no I'm seeing someone no no, I like I'm not just, mm-hmm. no just no so I can't get your number so what about I'm seeing someone I'm not mm. interested three times now is not being a parent so like I'm looking at him and I'm like you got one second <laughs> before that, I stab you in your fucking throat 
and just think about and how that fucking look crazy apparently got through to him because in a minute I was gonna have to act on it and then I wouldn't be here because I'd be in jail so <laughs> <laughs> but like j- just that like it's always going through your mind how am I gonna get away also yeah. I don't want this interaction whatever is happening yeah that is fucking crazy because my wife what I was kind of saying was which is actually kind of what you were saying was my wife says it's always about you have to worry about when you tell a guy no oh what, how they're gonna react yes because yeah. mm-hmm. she says you can't just tell a guy no anymore and he'd be like all right sorry all right cool yeah they don't just walk away walk away like yeah. personally if i went to a woman and i was like hey you know try to hit on her and she goes yeah no i'm like okay then yeah deuces <laughs> you know i'm gonna be on a limb here but you yeah. wouldn't approach in the first place though right i mean not. <laughs> no, <that's okay. laughs> unless she had a comic book that was dragon ball z no, yeah. yeah right yeah that's hot that's how i met you my were, wife <laughs> you were in like high school though yeah. so like yeah. you know what i mean yeah. but yeah like i probably i told you i don't know how to like walk up and talk to a woman to get that because i didn't really had haven't had to but the I'm, first thing you get a fight is not being creepy which yeah. i think is oh, yeah. what yeah. Yeah. you're talking about here so like so not warm up banana hammock gotcha yeah mm-hmm. but so <laughs> unless you're at a banana hammock convention you'd be like hey you got the same thing yes yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> but i mean like, going back to the thing it's like that's the, that's crazy that you had to go through all that when you said you're with somebody more i've said the same thing it's like i told people i'm married and they still tried to get yes like, they will because they don't care yeah they don't care they don't care yeah, they're not it? respectful we'll go and we'll go with the worst case scenario that thing that happened to alabama basketball player earlier this year where that one woman died because one of them tried to ask her out and she said no and they followed her and her. look it up look it up guys it was a big thing because yeah. one of the guys as you know what i'm talking about one of the mm-hmm. guys that uh was part of that a stayed on the team and b was actually drafted this yeah, year crazy. i didn't hear that part but yeah, the, yeah yeah he was drafted i mean because he was a good player but at the same time it's like <sighs> come on man you like killed someone yeah it's more important well, things well, in sports out there he, he didn't kill the person he just gave the person the gun whatever no association with yeah. it yeah. Yeah. okay yeah. Yeah. It, it, there's some culpability there. I'm, I'm yeah. not going yeah. to seriously doubt he'll actually listen to this but I'm just saying look it up you guys can see it it's, yeah. it happened earlier this year uh-huh. but that's just crazy about that happening yeah to make us feel much better I got a question for you in this movie there's a part where they're thinking about changing the main character into a horse so you like, like that <laughs> spoilers yeah you like that you like that see that's called segue I learned from the best Isaac. Yep, yep. <laughs> <laughs> Where they learn, they say they pay this guy a hundred million dollars to turn into a horse for five years, and then after five years, they'll give him a antidote, and he'll go back to being human. Supposedly, mm-hmm. supposedly, we'll, we'll, we'll assume they did have it. Isaac, would you take it? <laughs> the horse thing? Probably not. Like, I got enough going on in my life right now that I'm, I'm happy with where I'm at. So, like, I don't really need. That's because you already, a have, a ho- that's you already have a horse dick. That's uh, one of the things I got going on. Right <laughs> <laughs> I knew. I absolutely knew we were going to have at least one horse dick joke in here. Yeah. Come it's a blanket. I knew you it. Guys, yeah, yeah. So, I knew it. so, when you guys, when we talk about this movie, that is actually, that's going to be important it's it's which, a plot point which is something that i never thought a horse dick would be an important plot point of a movie and then it even showed up several and actually showed, and then, yeah. oh and not only that one of the people that a huge horse dick was who oscar winning actor <laughs> horace whitaker yep <laughs> was a producer of he the would, movie who produced the movie too do so. you think that was part of his stipulations producing the movie yeah. it's like okay you gotta give me a horse dick if i do this <laughs> He's like, what if we give you what if we give, what if we give you a rhinoceros? No, it has to be a no. horse. Specifically a Specifically horse. Specifically a horse. Oh, well, we're going to make him turn into a rhinoceros. A horse. horse. Yeah. Jasmine? <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> as Jazz is giving us the black woman. Motherfucker, what? <laughs> so you're asking me if would, I would, would you turned, take the money to turn into a horse? Yeah. No, I, I don't need that so, money that no. bad. Okay. For five years? No, no, thank right, you. So what would you do at for all? five years for a hundred million dollars? Nothing. You don't look so? No, unless it involved like playing video games the entire time or reading a book or something. I'm not, I'm, I, I can't be involved. I, I feel like this goes back I to I could like live to in another place for maybe that long, but I mean, <laughs> no. get free college in Alaska if you move there. Yeah, so, really? Yeah. Shit, I should move to Alaska. <laughs> I mean, but in a lot of other Alaska, countries, yeah. Alaska's a beautiful they, place. They pay for your schooling and such. We mm-hmm. we just suck over here. Go Anchorage. <laughs> yeah. Go Anchorage. Oh, shit, what are they called? Ah, yeah. fucking incredible. The University of Anchorage. They're called something. Mm-hmm. University of Anchorage. Anchorage people. I don't know. All right. In the but, comments, uh, University of Alaska, hit us up. <laughs> yes. Yeah, let us know, because apparently we no don't know. No one in the history of this <laughs> podcast from Alaska has listened. Like, yeah. I know that for sure. <sighs> We've had more people from Russia listen to this podcast. Than- I'm not sure if we should be troubled by that or intrigued. No, we've done some <laughs> Russian and Russian-adjacent movies. So. Yeah. 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 That's why. Because we may or may not do more depending on what I pick. So. See, yours are always a wild card. I'm, yeah. a, I'm always excited. Because yours always makes me wonder. Every one you pick is like a, a little window into your psyche slash life. <laughs> Except even, for maybe Kusakabe. Well, no, I don't know what the no, fuck that was. That, that right there was the biggest window I saw. Or, or, wait, or, wait, or, wait. No, I, no, I need to know. No, like, no, what you mean no, biggest window? No, what maybe the hell? not that one. The one where she's... <laughs> It was that piece of kave. It was Solonin where we were talking. Oh, that was about, mine. Yeah, that was Shit, yours. Yeah. But yeah. when she made the Freudian slip of, I don't beat him. I mean, she <laughs> she talked about beating the girl, beat her, her boyfriend, throwing bottles at him and stuff. And Jasmine goes, I don't throw a bottle. I mean, I don't. Do- <laughs> we're like Freudian slip. You know that's what it is. <laughs> no. To your husband, we're sorry. You can help. We're here to help. <laughs> Jasmine, uh, no, but just little windows in Jasmine's psyche, mm-hmm. you know, stuff about cornfields, bunch of people in the face, you know, whatever, yeah, totally, whatever, whatever, whatever comes happens. Out, as as a lead out of this one, do you think there's anything that you would give advice to people trying to navigate this code switching sort of things? Be smart about it. Understanding, trying to understand the context of the, your social surroundings. It's something yeah, that a lot of people don't have, though. This is social, having social and emotional awareness. Having emotional awareness is very important in a lot of things. And that's what a lot of people don't have. Mm-hmm. They, the situation, like a certain people we know who complained about the price of, of soup to people that everyone in the room together didn't make what that person made yeah. a year. Yeah. But they came in and was talking to those people and complaining about the price of soup. And you're like, you've got to realize your audience mm-hmm. yeah. type yeah, exactly. thing. I will agree that a lot of people do not catch on to social cues. And so I think taking a good look at your surroundings maybe can help that. I'm not sure after that, if it doesn't work and you still (laughs) haven't absorbed anything Uh uh, where you would go from there, but um, just listening to everyone around you, taking a good look and sort of, but you know, before you make any hasty decisions or maybe say something unknowingly um, insensitive, I think it'd behoove you to kind of just take a step back. Take a look around, consider some mm-hmm. different opinions, and if, then if go someone from there. looks like they're scared or like really nervous <laughs> about the situation, maybe don't fuck with them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And how about this? Just because you act a little bit different in one situation as another is not saying that you are being fake. No. You are just yeah, adapting to because I know there's some people probably thinking, well, I'm gonna act the way I am because I'm gonna be me. I'm gonna be me. That mm-hmm. no yeah, one's saying don't be great. you. That, if you got a lot of money, I'm sure they can make that happen. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. 
the same time, though, you got to realize this. I love our country, but the biggest thing I hate is that everyone thinks everything is about them because we're an individual country. That we, everything we do is about individual rights and blah, blah, blah. So we don't think we need to think about the rest of people. Mm-hmm. We live in a society. Yeah. There's things I do that I don't want to do, but I do it because I live in a society. I can't right. just. You want to be a good citizen. I don't want to wear pants 99% of the time, but I guess I do it because we live in a society. <laughs> but you know? I'm, I'm freaks okay. out some soccer mom and then suddenly is. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I understand that. And that's the thing. Just because, sorry, you can still be yourself and acclimate yourself to the rest of society or the rest of the people in the situation. Mm-hmm. We're not telling you to do something that's against your, now when it comes against your morals or your beliefs, that's different. Yeah. But, you yeah. know. Which is also hit If you upon don't want here. to talk, yeah. If you don't want to talk to someone at work, you don't have to be like, I'm being fake by talking to you. I don't want to talk to you. You can just be like, so, hi. Yeah. You don't have to go out of your way to talk to them. Uh-huh. If they come to you, they talk to you something that's work related, you respond to them because you at your job. But if you see them out in the street, you can tell them to go suck your left testicle. <laughs> <laughs> or tell them that you hope the dark is ran through by the whole oh lord football team. He does not mean that. Yeah, fucking carbon. We'll cut the first part and leave that in. <laughs> <laughs> yes, please. <laughs> Probably for the uh, best. But all right, cool. I so yeah. yeah I so there's good. that. Um, going into this movie, there's gonna be a lot. So I love how we started off this warm up with saying we don't have much to talk you know, about. Yeah. And what time are we right now? Uh, fifty-seven minutes. Oh boy. <laughs> yeah. So all right. Yeah. Right? Yeah, join us next week for Sorry to Bother You, a 2018 movie about a guy who's a telemarketer, kind of. Yeah. <laughs> and, yeah. One of the best. It's disingenuous to say well. that. But I mean, yeah, yeah it is, is but, a telemarketer, yeah. but yeah. Anyways, we can explore a, that. <laughs> it is a ride, but uh, yeah, join us next week. Reactor is recorded in the Midwestern United States. All voices, music, and mixing are put together by us. All rights reserved. If you have any comments, questions, or you want to tell us if you would lead a group of forced people to take down the man, contact the show on Instagram, SoundCloud, or our website, bsreactor.com. Join us next time for the first part of our chat about Sorry to Bother You. And thanks for listening. We appreciate you. I am you, Long. I am nobody's bitch. You are mine. I don't need to know you. You only need to know me. I will be the one. Fucking Carbondale. (laughs) 